0: Good morning. We're going to carry on with the stages of meditation, the Bhavana Krama by Kamala Shila. We're now on to chapter 10, Unifying Method and Wisdom. When both are equally engaged, keep still, effortlessly, so long as there is no physical or mental discomfort. If physical or mental discomfort arises, see the whole world like an illusion, a mirage, a dream, a reflection of the moon in water in apparition and think these sentient beings are very troubled in this cycle of existence due to their not understanding such profound knowledge then generate great compassion and the awakening mind of bodhicitta thinking i shall earnestly endeavor to help them understand suchness take rest Again, in the same way, engage in a single-pointed concentration on the non-appearance of all phenomena. If the mind is discouraged, then similarly take rest. This is the path of engaging in a union of calm-abiding meditation and special insight. It focuses on the image conceptually and non-conceptually. Thus, through this progress, a yogi should meditate on suchness for an hour, or half a session in the night, or one full session, or for as long as uh, comfortable. This is the meditative stabilization, thoroughly discerning, discerning the ultimate, as taught in the Descent into Lanka Sutra. Thus, if you wish to arise from the concentration while your legs are still crossed think as follows. Although ultimately all these phenomena lack identity, conventionally they definitely exist. If they were not the case, how would the relationship between cause and effect and so forth prevail? The Buddha has also said, things are produced conventionally, but ultimately they lack intrinsic identity. Sentient beings with the childish attitude exaggerate phenomena, think of, thinking of them as having an intrinsic identity when they lack it, thus attributing intrinsic existence to those things that lack it confuses their minds, and they wander in the cycle of existence for a long time. For these reasons I shall endeavor, without fail, to achieve the omniscient state by accomplishing the unsurpassable accumulations of merit and insight in order to help them realize suchness. Then slowly arise from the cross-legged position and make prostrations to the Buddha and Bodhisattvas of the Ten Directions. Make them offerings and sing their praises. And make vast prayers by reciting the prayer of noble conduct and so forth thereafter engage in constant efforts to actualize the accumulation of merit and insight by practicing generosity and so forth, which are endowed with the essence of emptiness and great compassion. If you act thus, your meditative stabilization will actualize that emptiness that possesses the best of all qualities. If you act thus, your meditative stabilization will actualize that emptiness that possesses the best of all qualities. The Jewel in the Crown Sutra states Donning the armor of loving kindness while abiding in the state of great compassion, practice meditative stabilization that actualizes the emptiness possessing the best of all qualities. What is the emptiness? possessing the best of all qualities. It is that which is not divorced from generosity, ethics, patience, effort, meditative stabilization, wisdom, or skillful means. Bodhisattvas must rely on virtuous practices like generosity as means to thoroughly ripen all sentient beings, and in order to perfect the place, body, and manifold retinue. If it were not so, what would be the causes of these fields, the field of Buddhas, and so forth, that the Buddha spoke about? The om, uh, the the omniscient wisdom, possessing the best of all qualities, can be accomplished through generosity and other skillful means. Therefore, the Buddha has said that omniscient wisdom is perfected by skillful means. Therefore, bodhisattvas should also cultivate generosity and other skillful means, and not only emptiness. The extensive collection of all qualities sutra also says, O Maitreya, bodhisattvas thoroughly accomplished in the six perfections in order to attain the final fruit of Buddhahood. But to this the foolish respond, Bodhisattvas should train only in the perfection of wisdom. What is the need for the rest of the perfections? They repudiate the other perfections. Matreya, what do you think of this? When the king of Kashi offered his flesh to the hawk for the sake of a pigeon, was it in corruption of wisdom? Matreya replied, This is not so, the Buddha said. Matreya Bodhisattvas accumulated roots of merit through their deeds in conjunction, in conjunction with the six perfections. Are these roots of merit harmful? Matreya replied, O oh Buddha, this is not so. The Buddha further spoke. Matreya, you have also correctly practiced the perfection of generosity for sixty eons, the perfection of ethics for sixty eons the perfection of patience for 60 eons the perfection of enthusiastic perseverance for 60 eons the perfection of meditative perseverance for 60 eons the perfection of meditative stabilization for 60 eons and the perfection of wisdom for 60 eons to this the foolish respond there is only one way to attain buddhahood and that is the way of emptiness. Their practice is completely mistaken. A bodhisattva possessing wisdom but not skillful means would be like the hearers who are unable to engage in the deeds of Buddhas. But they can do so when supported by skillful means. As the heap of jewels says, Kasyapa, it is like this. For instance, kings who are supported by ministers can accomplish all their purposes. Similarly, when the wisdom of a bodhisattva is thoroughly supported by skillful means, such a bodhisattva also performs all the activities of a Buddha. The philosophical view of the path of bodhisattvas is different from the philosophical paths of the non-Buddhists and the hearers. For example, since the philosophical view of a path of non-Buddhists perversely observes a truly existent self, and so forth, such a path is completely and always divorced from wisdom. Therefore, they cannot attain liberation. The hearers are separated from the great compassion and devoid of skillful means. Therefore, They single-mindedly endeavor to achieve nirvana. In their path, bodhisattvas enshrine wisdom and skillful means, so they endeavor to achieve the non-abiding nirvana. The bodhisattva path consists of wisdom and skillful means, and therefore they attain the non-abiding nirvana. Because of the power of wisdom, they do not fall into the cycle of existence Due to the power of skillful means, they do not fall to nirvana. The Hill of Gaya Head Sutra says, The Bodhisattva path, in short, is twofold. The two are skillful means and wisdom. The first among the supreme and glorious also says, The perfection of wisdom is the mother, and expertise in skillful means is the father. The teaching of Vimalakirti also says, what is bondage for bodhisattvas and what is liberation? Upholding a life in the cycle of existence devoid of skillful means is bondage for bodhisattvas. But to lead a life in the cycle of existence with skillful means is liberation. Upholding a life in the cycle of Existence devoid of wisdom is bondage, for bodhisattvas, but to lead a life in the cycle of existence with wisdom is liberation. Wisdom not conjoined with skillful means is bondage, but wisdom joined with skillful means is liberation. The skillful means not conjoined with wisdom is bondage, but skillful means conjoined with wisdom is liberation. If a bodhisattva cultivates mere wisdom, he falls to the nirvana desired by hearers. Thus, it is like bondage, and he cannot achieve non-abiding nirvana. So wisdom separated from skillful means is bondage for bodhisattvas. Therefore, just as a person chilled by the wind seeks the comfort of fire, So a Bodhisattva cultivates the wisdom of emptiness along with skillful means to eliminate the wind of wrong view. But he does not endeavor to actualize it as the hearers do. The Ten Qualities Sutra says, O son of good family, it is like this. For instance, a person who is thoroughly devoted to fire, who respects it and regards it as guru, will not think, Because I respect, honor, and venerate fire, I should hold it in both hands. This is because he realizes that to do so would give him physical pain and cause mental discomfort. Similarly, a bodhisattva also is aware of nirvana, but does not try to actualize it. This is because he realizes that by doing so, he would be turning away From enlightenment. If he relies merely on skillful means, the bodhisattva will not transcend the ordinary level, and thus there will only be bondage. Therefore, he cultivates skillful means along with wisdom. By the power of wisdom, bodhisattvas can transform even the disturbing emotions into nectar, like poison under a tantric spell. There is no need to express the goodness of generosity, and so forth, which leads to the naturally elevated states of existence. The heap of jewels states kashapa. It is like this. Due to the power of tantra and medicine, a poison may not cause death. Similarly, since the disturbing emotions of bodhisattvas are under the power of wisdom they cannot cause them downfalls. Therefore, due to the power of skilful means, bodhisattvas do not abandon the cycle of existence. They do not fall to nirvana. Due to the power of wisdom, they eliminate all objects misconceived as truly existent, and therefore they do not fall into the cycle of existence. Thus, they attain the non-abiding nirvana of Buddhahood alone. The Space Treasure Sutra also says, because of the knowledge of wisdom, bodhisattvas eliminate all disturbing emotions, and due to their knowledge of skillful means, they do not abandon sentient beings. The Unraveling of the Thought Sutra also says, I have not taught that someone who is not concerned for the welfare of sentient beings and who is not inclined to realize the nature of all composite phenomena will achieve unsurpassable and perfectly accomplished Buddhahood. Therefore, those interested in Buddhahood must cultivate both wisdom and skillful means. While you are meditating on transcendental wisdom, or while you were in a deep meditative absorption. You could not engage in skillful means such as practicing generosity. But skillful means can be cultivated along with wisdom during the preparatory and post-meditative periods. That is the way to engage in wisdom and skillful means simultaneously. Moreover, this is the path of bodhisattvas in which they engage in an integrated practice of wisdom and skillful means. This is cultivating the transcendental path that is thoroughly imbued with great compassion, focusing on all sentient beings. And while practicing, practicing skillful means, After arising from meditative absorption, you practice generosity and other skillful means without misconception, like a magician. The teaching of the Akshayamati Sutra says, what are a Bodhisattva's skillful means and what wisdom is actualized? The Bodhisattva's skillful means are thinking and placing the mind closely on sentient beings with great compassion while in meditative absorption. And engaging in the meditative equipose with peace and extreme peace is wisdom. There are many more such references. The chapter on controlling evil forces also says, furthermore, The perfect activities of bodhisattvas refer to conscious efforts by the mind of wisdom and the collection of meritorious dharma by the mind of skillful means. The mind of wisdom also leads to selflessness, the non-existence of inherently existent sentient beings, and of life, sustenance, and the person. The mind of skillful means leads to thoroughly ripening all sentient beings the extensive collection of all qualities Sutra also states, just as a magician endeavors to let his creation go, since he already knows the nature of his creation, he has no attachment to it. Similarly, the three worlds are like an illusion, which the wise Buddha knew about long before he knew the sentient beings in these worlds, and had undertaken efforts to help them. It is because the Bodhisattva's practice of wisdom and skillful means, that is, it is said, in their activities they remain in the cycle of existence, but in their thoughts they abide in nirvana. In this way, become familiar with generosity and other skillful means that are dedicated to unsurpassable and perfectly accomplished enlightenment. Having the essence of emptiness and great compassion, In order to generate the ultimate awakening mind of bodhicitta, as was done earlier, practice calm, abiding meditation and special insight as much as you can in regular sessions. As it was taught in the pure field of engagement sutra, always familiarize yourself with skillful means by closely placing mindfulness on the good qualities of bodhisattvas, who work for the welfare of sentient beings at all times. Those who become familiar with compassion, skillful means, and the awakening mind of bodhicitta bodhicitta in this way will undoubtedly excel in this life. Buddhas and bodhicittas will always be seen in dreams, and other pleasant dreams will also occur. And appreciative gods will protect you. There will be immense accumulation of merit and insight at every moment. Disturbing emotions and other bad states of existence will be purified. You will enjoy much happiness and mental peace at all times and a great many beings will cherish you. Physically too you will be free of disease you will attain supreme mental facility, and thus you will achieve special qualities like clairvoyance. Then you will travel by miraculous power to innumerable worlds, make offerings to the Buddhas, and listen to teachings from them. At the time of death, too, you will undoubtedly see Buddhas and Bodhisattvas. In future lives, you will be reborn in special families and places, well, you will not be separated from Buddhas and Bodhisattvas. Thus, you will effortlessly accomplish all accumulations of merit and insight. You will have great wealth, a large following, and many attendants. Possessing a sharp intelligence, you will be able to ripen the mind streams of many beings. In all lives, such a person will be able to recall past lives. Try to understand such immeasurable advantages that are also described in other sutras. In this way, if you meditate on compassion, skillful means, and the awakening mind of bodhicitta, for a long time with great admiration, the mind stream will gradually become thoroughly purified and ripened. Then, like producing fire, by rubbing together pieces of wood, you will accomplish your meditation on the perfect reality. You will thus achieve an extremely clear knowledge of the sphere of phenomena free from conceptual elaborations, the transcendental wisdom free of the impeding nets of conceptual thought. The wisdom of ultimate bodhicitta is stainless, like an unwavering butterlamp undisturbed by the wind. Thus, such a mind in the entity of ultimate bodhicitta is included within the path of seeing, which apprehends the selfless nature of all phenomena. Through this achievement, you enter into the path, focusing on the reality of things, and you are then born in the family of Tathagata you enter the stainless state of a bodhisattva. Turn away from all wandering births, abide in the suchness of bodhisattvas, and attain the first bodhisattva level. You can find more detail of these advantages in other texts such as the Ten Spiritual Levels. This is how meditative stabilization, focusing on suchness, is taught in the descent into Lanka, Sutra. This is how bodhisattvas enter into the non-conceptual meditation, free from elaborations. In this way, a person who has entered the first level, later in the path of meditation, familiarizes themselves with the two wisdoms of the transcendental state and the subsequent wisdom and skillful means. In this way, he gradually purifies the subtlest accumulation of obscurations that are the object of purification of the path of meditation. And in order to achieve higher qualities, he thoroughly purifies the lower spiritual levels. All purposes and objectives are completely fulfilled by entering the transcendental wisdom of the Tathagatas, and by entering the ocean of omniscience. In this way, by gradual practice, the mind stream is thoroughly purified. The descent into Lanka explains this. The unraveling of the thought, too, reads In order to achieve those higher levels, the mind should be purified just as you refine gold. Until you realize the unsurpassable and perfectly consummated Buddhahood. Entering the ocean of omniscience, you possess impeccable jewel like qualities to sustain sentient beings, and those and these fulfill your precious positive prayers. The individual then becomes the embodiment of compassion, possessing various skillful means that function spontaneously and work in various emanations in the interest of all wandering beings. In addition, all marvelous attributes are perfected. With total elimination of all defilements and their latent potential, all Buddhas abide to help every sentient being through such realization generate faith In the Buddhas, the source of all wonderful knowledge and qualities. Everyone should endeavor to actualize these qualities. The Buddha thus said the omniscient, transcendental wisdom is produced with compassion as its root. The awakening mind of bodhicitta as its cause and is perfected by skillful means. The wise distance themselves from jealousy and other stains. Their thirst for knowledge is unquenchable, like an ocean. They retain only what is proper through discrimination, just like swans extracting milk from water. Thus, scholars should distance themselves from divisive attitudes and bigotry even from a child. Good words are received. Whatever merit I derive from the exposition of this middle path, I dedicate for all beings to actualize the middle path. The second part of the stages of meditation by Acharya Kamalashila is here completed, translated and edited by so that was it. That was chapter 10 and uh, uh, the final of, as I said, uh, the Bhavana Krama. I don't believe it, uh, it mentioned the, uh, the Sanskrit title. A beautiful text, as it says. The Stages of Meditation by Kamala Shila. Uh, gives you an insight in uh, both calm abiding and special insight practice. They are two sides of one coin and they help us um, actualize not only uh, the generosity and uh, compassion as it mentioned, um, but as I've mentioned before, it's the reduction in stress uh, that is uh, a a stage upon the path towards this liberation. That is the ultimate goal.